Welcome to a bonus episode of Talking Tuesday. I am your host, Fancy Quant, and today we're going to address quiet quitting, uh, the reality, the concerns, the perspectives. So let's just dive on in here. So I'm seeing two distinct categories of quiet quitting here. You have one, which is the very nice politically correct thing, which is I am no longer going to work outside of my work hours. Uh, I'm not going to work overtime. I'm just going to show up my nine to five. I'm going to do what I'm asked to do and I'm going to go home and I'm going to have a nice work-life balance. Okay, I'm going to spend time with my family and my kids and I'm going to spend time doing hobbies I enjoy. And then during the week, I'm going to do, you know, the nine to five, but I'm not going to go above and beyond. I'm not going to really, you know, grind at the wheel here, but that's okay because they hired me just to be an average employee. Okay, that's the nice politically correct way that we're seeing from one side of the political aisle. Then from the other side of the political aisle, we're seeing a little bit more uh, criticism on some of the TikToks, the whining, the complaining that's going on from people that are quietly quitting. And I think this is coming from a different perspective, but something that's quite valuable as well. So the first perspective, I have value in it. I agree with it. I understand it. Um, But you have the second perspective as well, which is we have people that just don't like to work anymore and don't love what they do. And the last episode, ironically, in my podcast series, the last episode was love your job or love your career or else, right? Really implying you need to eat, sleep, and breathe what you do. You need to enjoy it. You know, you're going to spend a large portion of your life working and you should because it gives you meaning and purpose. And I think this is where a lot of the fallout is coming from. So the concern here on the other side of the aisle, the right side of the aisle, um, is going to be the fact that, you know, it's not just that you're quietly quitting and having work-life balance. It's going to be that, you know, you're putting in the bottom bare minimum possible without getting fired. And I think that's where that quitting piece is coming, right? You're quietly quitting. Like you're not really working. You basically quit. You're doing the very, very, very bare minimum. And essentially you're on the edge of getting fired or you've almost quit. So you're not even involved in it. Your heart's not in it right? You're just doing this because it has to make money and it's this disgusting and horrible thing and you absolutely hate work. And I think this goes against everything that America stands for in many ways. America was built on bravery, on hard work, um, right? That's what was has been taught you know, for many, many years from like 1776 and the founding even before that uh, up through probably like 20, I don't know, end of the 2000s here. And then we've seen kind of this group of individuals and people across all spectrums here uh, where it's like they just hate their jobs. They hate what they're doing. They hate their careers. They don't want to be involved in it. And I think this is the very wrong way to do this. You shouldn't say, okay, my life sucks and I'm like a dog sitting on a nail. And so I'm going to sit here and I'm going to whine and I'm going to complain and I'm going to stick it to the corporation and And like, you know, I'm going to stick it to the man, like in the 60s and 70s here. Uh, I'm going to stick it to the man, though, and I'm going to do the bare minimum. It's not a win-win for anyone. Like, it's not like you're getting something and they're not, right? They're just going to get rid of you, and they're not getting the work out of you. And for you, it sucks. It puts you in a horrible position because now you hate your job. You hate your life. You're spending 40 hours a week doing something that you absolutely hate. And I think this leads into a deeper issue here, which is, you need to take on the responsibility for your own happiness. And I think that's part of the American manifesto here, right? It doesn't guarantee you happiness. It just helps provide the foundations you need to give you the opportunity to pursue happiness. So anyone can pursue it, but it doesn't guarantee it. 
And so from this quiet quitting perspective, I think it's a quite terrible trend that we should be like shocked and waking up to. If you're in this situation, you need to change careers. You need to reskill. You need to find something that you enjoy doing, especially when you're at a corporation that just doesn't treat employees well. So that is a very valid point and perspective on it. But at the same time, I think giving up and just like grinding through the bare minimums, that's the piece that's like getting people. I think that's what's really like making people upset with this is it's not that, oh, I work for big corporate America and I agree with corporate America. It's that, you know, it's against the standards of what we believe in as a people of being an American and that, you know, hard work and having a good work ethic has been something that's really driven America to be what it is. And also on that personal level here, it's great to have work-life balance, but at the same time, you need to find something you enjoy doing. And unfortunately, I think a lot of people have just gotten to the point where they just don't want to work. And there's getting this mentality like, well, why should I work, right? I just deserve all this stuff. And we've started going down this rabbit hole where it just seems like people want to take on less and less and less responsibilities here. And that is a really concerning indicator. So I think this quiet quitting thing on its own is kind of shaking and kind of shattering on like, we have people that are upset. But again, I can't like force them to do things. And I think the other damaging piece of this is too, is we now have this division that's really going on in the country where we have different social media apps that are dividing people and putting us into these social buckets and these bins. And it's more or less like, okay, it's me versus them. And every time you make an argument, me versus them, you have to group things up. And so you say, okay, it's me, the worker against the corporations. It's against the greedy. If you're familiar with economics, this is more or less communism. Um, because what's ended up happening is you start to view yourself as all companies are bad, all employees are good, and so therefore we need to fix this by mandating X, Y, and Z. Like we all need to work less or we all need to do something. The problem with this is this violates the capitalistic structure of essentially it's a contract between a worker and a company and the realization that there are good companies out there. I'm one of those people that just loves where I'm at working now. And even throughout my career, I've had jobs that aren't stellar, you know, but I've always found great things about it. And I've always enjoyed the work I do because I do what I love. And I've spent many years chasing that and trying to get to that. Uh, now, I also work a lot of overtime and I work really hard and I put in a lot of extra effort. And often, you know, you miss things that you would like to do because of it. But that being said, there is more or less an expectation that you will get promoted and you will have more responsibility and you will climb this sort of ladder because that is my goal. Now, it doesn't mean everybody should have that goal. It's fine to say, I want to be an individual contributor. I want to show up to work. I want to have a great work-life balance. But you also don't have to hate your job. You can find a good company that knows the expectation you can show up to. You can do what you're expected to do and you can go home. But at the same time, I think the issue is a lot of the people that seem to be the quiet quitters are those that are also complaining and saying, it's not fair. I don't make enough money. I'm not getting the promotions. I'm not this amazing stellar person that's worth millions of dollars. And the reality is I think there's this social kind of construct where people need to stop and look in the mirror. Like, are you really putting your best foot forward? Even when you do the nine to five, right, you should be putting your best foot forward and doing your best work when you're there nine to five. So I think that's where a lot of these kind of contentious pieces are coming in at. Uh, I think it's a good awakening as well on employees and employers looking at benefits, looking at corporate structures, right? Some companies treat their employees absolutely terrible. They grind them out. There's no promotions. There's no raises. Uh, but again, I think that even supports stronger the belief in capitalism of, 
it's a free contract between an employee and an employer, and you need to make that decision if it's worth staying or leaving. Uh, another piece, though, as well, is people are going to say, oh, I can't because there's no other employers around and yada, yada, yada. I've seen people that just refuse to move. I've moved multiple times, which I didn't really want to move, right? It would be nice to stay in my hometown and had a good living and a good wage and a good life. But you have to figure that out. Is it worth staying in that place that you're currently at? and dealing with the lack of opportunity or the lack of options to switch into different sorts of corporations and good corporations? Or do you need to realize, yeah, it'd be great if your kids could stay in the same school. And yes, it'd be great to stay around your family. And yes, it'd be great to live where you grew up. But at the same time, right, life is about survival and making things better for your family and the people around you. And often it's better for your children if you have a nice, stable job where you just don't want to kill yourself because the job is so horrible. Um, again, it's coming back to this thing where I think people just want to complain to complain. And I get it. You're in a tough spot. You're in a bad position. But you also need to realize you have the freedom of choice. You can make the decision to leave. Right. You can do something else. And I know it's not an easy route. Like people want this. You know, Please hand me something easy. But that's not how it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be hard work that gets you ahead. And if you're doing hard work and you enjoy it, that's the path to kind of look for here. It's not going to be this nice, easy, you know, pie in the sky kind of skate. So that's my take on what's really going on with this. Um, I do find it unfortunate. Kind of part of the reason I have my YouTube channel and the podcast and everything is I want people to really know what it's like to work in quantitative finance. People often say, Dimitri, you don't really sell it that well. And it's like, well, I'm not trying to sell it. I want to show you what I like about it, doing math and stats. And if those are things that don't interest you and you watch this and you go, I'm a finance major and I thought about going into quantitative finance, for example, and I watched your channel and it's super boring or your job sounds absolutely horrible, I hope you don't go into it, right? I hope people look at these options and say, maybe I should go and do a job in technology or maybe I should do a career in something else. So anyways, those are my takes. That's kind of the purpose of the channel here. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. And as always, until next time.